0: Welcome to Thrive with Your Guide, a spiritual podcast with me, Sissi Rieland. I'm so glad you're tuning in. This episode is about your inner child. I'm a spiritual teacher from Sweden and I work with great beautiful awakening souls who have all different life purposes here on earth as they are magical souls of light. Here to be leaders of the new world and to shine brightly. And whether you're interested in high vibrational guides, spirituality or wish to make a transformation in your own life to a freer, happier self with more creativity, love and playfulness in life. I hope this podcast will give you inspiration along the way. I want to invite you to my website www.sissiryland.com and look at the free stuff for you to download. You can also read about my latest offers and courses programs on my webpage. And today I want to start with a quote from Joseph Campbell. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. I have been interested in the root of people's mental health for as long as I can remember. Even as a small child, I was interested in why some people behaved in a way that was outside the so-called norm. I was also interested in what was behind the way they acted and how they felt. And as I got older, an interest also grew how to heal the blockages in people that prevents them from feeling fully. Well, this led me to take an interest in and study psychology and sociology at the university. And then I went a bit astray through my not-self, my conditioned self, to become an economist. I also studied law, but when I was 40, this feeling screamed in me that I just have to be a conversation therapist. So I'm both a conversation therapist and I'm a life and career coach. For almost eight years, I've been working almost exclusively with courses and trainings in spiritual and personal development together with my high vibrating guides by guiding participants in my spiritual trainings. One of my, I think, quite unique ways of working with people is that I, along with my guides, can see what blocks a person from living their highest and best selves. I can see traumas, patterns and events, both in this life and past life, that affect people in a negative way, so that they do not live to their full potential and fully as who they truly are today I can easily see what people can do to thrive and maximize their potential. In your heart you hold the most beautiful treasures. Your potential, your life purpose, your dreams and passions. They were all planted there before you incarnated in this life. You also hold Christ consciousness, the universal love and compassion for yourself and for others in your heart. You also have the younger versions of you, your inner children. She or he is every age you have been. The child within you holds the fear, the sorrow, the anger, the disappointments of your life, but also the hopes and dreams, the playful and joyful part, the innocent eyes with which you looked at the world. He or she can tell you a lot about your authentic life path, what you are here to do, your passion. Sometimes it means that it's meant for you to work full time with your passion. But more often it is something that will light you up. And maybe your family, your neighborhood, the country you're living or sometimes the whole world. As I said, every child in every age still lives inside of us. When we grow up we are involved in different things, unpleasant events and when the child, which is us, is exposed to events, the child carries different behaviors and feelings. When these different emotions are triggered the child kidnaps us and takes over our entire emotional system if we have not learned by our parents to shut off from the child's needs within us. Shutting down our emotional system is not good as the emotions have to be released somehow. Perhaps at some age we choose not to be allowed to cry which means that we may instead show anger when an inner child is triggered by various events. What are the events that I'm talking about? Often it's about various traumas. Many, many of my clients and participants have experienced various forms of trauma. The traumas that we encapsulate in our bodies because they are too unbearable to bear. I will talk about trauma more in this podcast in coming episodes. After all, I was also traumatized as a child and I'm now free from the trauma both energetically, mentally and in my body. The first time I met my inner child, I was so shocked over the deep emotional, psychical pain she carried, how sad she was, how abandoned she felt and how much she needed me to tell her that the world is safe and no one wants to harm you. But what I said was, no, 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 ask her to shut up. I can't stand her need for me. I can't stand her. I immediately understood even then that it was my mother's words to my father. But I also understood that it was an inner child who had just been abused and was just longing for some closeness and confirmation that the world is not as horrible as she just had experienced. But in those days, mothers rarely had time for nonsense like love, closeness, safety and play. The important thing was that everything should look nice on the surface, and a child who is in a strong need for closeness after such a trauma becomes troublesome and a burden. And so the circle is starting in the child that she is a burden. She is not wanted. She is abandoned, and no one loves her, not even those who are supposed to love her. We must save ourselves. We can be guided there, but no one else but ourselves can save us. And when we do, the reward, the treasure comes. So entering the we fear the most is a magical elixir. So meeting our inner children can be very painful because often we can feel her pain, we can feel her sadness and what she carries. One of my gifts is to see everyone's inner children and I can tell you there are a lot of inner children who walks around here on earth and control adult people's lives. Working with our inner children is an inner peace work and it actually helps our children as well and those who have come before us. We free the entire generations by healing ourselves. Even if we don't remember what happened to us, we still carry the experience within us and what obviously affect us in a negative way, the thing that was unpleasant for the little child and especially in the first years about newborn and up to three or four years of age that have affected us the most and we are controlled by this the most. Sometimes there can be part of us that we think are our personalities that are actually our inner children that keep us in the box and all the adaptations that we made to get love growing up And that is still there and we unconsciously carry it within us until we start our inner work, our inner journey. So many adults conform and are not aware of that are actually an inner child trying to conform to the environment in order to get love. Of course, past lives also play a role in our lives. But there is much in our inner children and in our past, our upbringing, that needs to be healed. For a small child, love is survival, because if we are loved by our parents, then we get food, sleep, closeness, and then we survive. That's why the little child does everything to get love, and they are so amazing at adapting. And that adaption remains in ourselves, and we act based upon those adaptions. If you were brought up in a dysfunctional family, for example, or there is something else in the family dynamic that is out of balance, it is always safer for the child to think and feel it's my fault. Because if the child sees that something outside of her, for example, when the guardians don't treat the child as they should, the whole world becomes scary and it's more than a child can bear. When the child puts the false truth on herself, there is something wrong with me, I am to blame. She begins to build her bad self-esteem and that impure self-preservation. A very common example can be a child who has learned to suppress her needs because she had been taught by parents that I'm a burden if I express my needs and what I want. Maybe mom and dad were stressed or feeling really bad and after several of these occasions the child solves it by suppressing its needs. And over the years, I have met many, especially women, who have repressed their needs. And when I have asked them, what makes you happy, or what do you really want or wish for, the answer can be, I don't know, I don't know what I need, I have no idea what I like to do. They have obliterated most of their needs and their true selves in order to get love in this family, To find your needs and what you want, you have to start at step one and learn what it is that you need and what you like to do. Another common example is the child who gets praise for everything she does. She is a good girl when she helps, when she do things and never a good girl for who she is. After all, she learns that she have to do things in order to get love. And this child, who is an adult today, often find it very difficult to just sit still. She is everywhere. She must help everyone else and have to do things all the time. Of course, there is a difference in our energies. Many people are dynamic and want to do a lot at a time. But this is about women who cannot take care of themselves. They become restless just to rest, just to sit down. And they just do things all the time. They can say, I cannot do yoga, I cannot meditate. And they cannot see. They think this is part of their personality, but it is their conditioned self. They must constantly perform in order to feel good. If she doesn't do things all the time, she doesn't get love. That is what she thinks. There are many other examples. The clown that is created because it's the only way to make our parents happy. As long as we do not heal our inner wounds, we will manifest colleagues, friends, events and love partners that reminds us of what we have not healed earth is a place for souls to grow and so it happens over and over again and over time you have healed you become more and more strong less and less afraid and in the end you have rearranged so much on the stage of your life that the events and people don't bother you at all anymore when it comes to what was done to us growing up from our guardians and others it is important to be able to see what happened and how it affected us. Many say they did their best and it's great to think like that but not in the sense of diminishing what was happening. As soon as we begin to excuse their behavior then we are abandoned our inner children seeing what was done to the child and in that forgiving that is what is the best for everyone not diminishing what has been done but seeing this happened to my inner child and placing no guilt it is not that mom was bad or dad was bad but seeming what happened to me when dad is this or that and what happened and how it affected me when i was a child Because then something special happens within us when we finally reconcile and forgive. When we truly forgive. When we take care of our inner children and can forgive what was done to us. Then something purely physical happens in our bodies. The energy of true forgiveness can be felt physically in our bodies. I want to give you a short exercise which could help you to get more in alignment and closer to your true self. It is important that when you do this exercise you do not drive a car, bicycle, scooter or operate any heavy machinery. But before we do this exercise, I want to remind you of my three months online program, the Transformational Goddess Program, designed for those who are ready to step into the next stage of their life, to stand in their power, to find their gifts, to believe in themselves, to step into a leadership role even more in their lives. It is a three-month program of feminine power, wisdom, and abundance. And more information is on my webpage www.sissiryland.com. Okay, now the exercise. Sit or lie down comfortable. Breathe. Close your eyes if it feels comfortable for you. Maybe you would like to put your hand on your heart. Breathe. Relax. When you breathe out, you set the intention to let go. Let go. Release. And let go. Focus on your heart center. Go to your heart with your intention. Breathe. Focus. Ask to meet a very young version of you. Ask her to tell you what she loves to do, what brings her joy in life. now. I'd love to hear your thoughts and insights from this episode. You do this by taking a screenshot of this episode of the show and tag the photo with the Thrive With Your Guide Instagram account. With that, I thank you for your attention and see you soon. Lots of love to you from me, Sissi Ryland.